Gate podcast yes. once again. I am Josh Phoenix, and I'm this Jade Phoenix, and you were coming to you live from the Phoenix Nest. Yes, and once again, if you see us looking up, it's because again, I still have not fixed my computer issue, even though I tried all day. And uh, yeah, so thank you for joining us. As always, we love having you. And um, do we want to do shout outs today? Let's do some shout outs. I think we should do some shout outs. I we mean, should. if you guys were on our uh, Instagram, was it, did I, was I at the concert yesterday or the day before? I was at the concert on Monday night yeah, and Monday night. I went to see Black Label Society at the Bowery Ballroom. I haven't been to the Bowery in, God, a decade? It's been a long, it's been a long time. Been longer and um, the show was fucking epic. I mean, big shout out to the Bowery Ballroom and Black Label Society for putting on yet another epic fucking rock show. Thank you so much. I'm so glad I got to fucking sit there and enjoy it. And yes, I'm adjusting my pants. Deal with it. Um, big shout out to the second rounds on us, New yep. York City and Florida edition. So cheers to them and the well, all-in well, digital network. We'll cheers to them very soon. Yeah. Um... Anybody else we got a shout out? Oh, the All In Digital Network. Our digital overlords. Yes, digital overlords. Yep. Resistance um, is futile. Yeah, I mean, uh, the only other thing I guess I could mention is try find me at Terminal Five tomorrow for Kill Switch Engage. <laughs> two concerts in one week. Only me. No. 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 I've done two concerts in a week. We've done two concerts in a week. Yes, we We've have. We've done three concerts in a week. Yes, we have. We have. Um, and then, I guess, uh, next week, I'll be at East Coast Comic Con, but we can cover that in next week's cast. Yep. Yep. So now, I think it's that time of the hour. It is that time I of the hour. it's that time of the hour. It's time for everybody's segment here on the Phoenix Gate Podcast, and that's Epic, Epic Beer Snobbery! <laughs> I, I'm not partaking this week. I'm once again being an alcoholic and drinking hard liquor. <laughs> More Jack for me! Now, for those of you that did the smart thing and tuned into our Facebook, our Twitter, or our Instagram, I did upload that this week. I will be reviewing Paradise Pucker from the Rogue Brewery in Newport, Oregon. Yes. Now, little side note about Rogue Brewery. One, they make really fucking awesome beer. Second, they have a partnership with Voodoo Donuts. And they put out a Voodoo Donut beer every year. Oh, that's right. You've actually let me try that in the past, and it yep. is so good. And I'm pretty sure I still have so two of the bottles that could be made into limbs. Shout out to Drunken Enlightenment on Facebook. Which, you know, we still have to give Caitlin her life. Yeah, I know. Life has gotten in the way. But since Paradise Pucker is a bottle, I figured I would bring out my special... Beer opener, which I acquired from the Spider Bite Brewing Company in Holbrook, Long Island. Yeah! It is actually made from a piece of the bourbon barrels they use to make a beer. Very cool. And then they screwed a penny onto it so you have the little fulcrum. So, there's that. Let me get it real close. Get real close so we get that noise. Ooh, that Ooh. was a good one. And the Paradise Parker is a fine ale crafted with natural passion fruit, orange, and guava flavors. Ooh, guava. Guava. How fancy. How exotic. All right, so let's see what we got. Oh, sorry, sorry. Alcohol. Alcohol content? 6%. So that's actually not too bad. Ooh, not bad at all. I like it. I like it a lot. Actually, I like it. Yeah? It's... I mean, all the flavor notes are on there. You can taste the guava, you can taste the passion fruit, the orange. And it's not super tart with yeah. all that, no. You'd think with all that citrus that it would have that little bite at the end of it. You know you want it. I do, <laughs> always. I mean, come on, Paradise Pucker, you'd think it would be like, you know, kind of yeah, a thing. Yeah, no, it's got a nice tartness to it. That's good. <laughs> Quiet. As always, the Phoenix Gate Pups have uh, made their presence known. Cállate la boca! 
Cállate, espera. Uh, that's what they do. It's what they say. It's always but yeah, the paradise pucker. That's great. good. I, I really definitely, good. yeah, I would. Hey, really Zig, what's going on, brother? Hey, Ziggo. Um, I definitely would give that a second round all around. Oh, I would do that. A is delicious. Third. This is and with the summer weather kind of. This would be great. This would like, be great. Yeah. Over the summer. Okay, yeah, that that is a really really good beer. I don't like. I I mean, okay, I did epic beer snobbery at the. Uh, the Black Label concert. I yeah, did the Goose, I, I did the Goose Island IPA, mm-hmm. and I was like, "I'm sorry, I'm just I." You don't uh, like IPAs? Fine. I've tried IPAs. I've tried. There are certain ones I like. There are certain ones I like. Let's not get it twisted. Like this one. Like that one. But um, for the most part, I don't like IPAs. I they leave a weird aftertaste in, in the back of my throat. It's, yeah, it's a very hoppy, herby aftertaste. Especially the Goose Island one. So Goose um, Island does. I have had Goose Island IPA before. And we had that. that we had that actually. It was the featured beer at Monster Mania. Was it Goose Island? No, it was, it was by Goose Island Brewery, but it was a different beer. Right, but this was just Goose Island IPA. Yes. Personally, I've never been a fan of any IPA. That's fine, dude. Neither have I. Yeah. Well, I, I agree that I've heard that from a lot of people. Liquor. Before you completely. Right off IPA, see if you can find yourself some Hippocratic Oath by Great South Bay Brewery. Mm, that's actually very good. It depends on the IPA. Yes. That is a good IPA. This is not an IPA at Well, all. you know what I mean. This is a good beer. This is a good beer. I would I would like that beer for myself. Just for chilling, barbecuing. Mm-hmm. It's almost summertime. The weather's been fucking beautiful when it's not raining. So, um, I yeah. Just, I just had a completely random idea. What? You know, there's the, there's the concept of, like, beer floats where, like, a stout with vanilla ice cream and stuff? Uh-huh. Imagine this with, like, some really natural ingredient, like, rainbow sherbet. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> that may have to happen. Ooh. I think we should do a sub- segment of epic beer snobbery experimentation. With <laughs> Professor Josh Phoenix! Ha <laughs> I think I like it. I like it a lot. I think I like that idea. I like it a lot. For I think it'll be a summer series where yeah. we experiment with different summery ales and try to figure out good ways like to create a better beer float. Mm-hmm. How's that? Oh, that's a good idea for the summer. And I then like when that we get idea. To the colder weather. Yes. We can go to the official epic beer snobbery, snobby ass Irish car bomb. <gasps> Which is a little-known thing that I've been doing for years, and that's finding different craft stouts and different cream liqueurs and doing Irish car bombs with them to varied results. This is true. This is true. Very, very varied results. This is true. If you get, like, I found if you get, like, a good chocolate stout, Oof. you can, and you do... And we've had shot. good chocolate yeah. stouts on Epic Beer Snobbery. a shot, you know, you have the JMO on top. But it's the strawberry Baileys with yeah, a chocolate yeah, yeah, stout. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've done that, and it's really, really good. Yeah, that's good shit. Um, all right, but so, yeah. so if you we're going to put some... a pin in that. Yeah. We're, th- we're copywriting it. It's our idea. Fuck you. Don't steal it. Yep. Now, again, if you can find some Paradise Pucker by Rogue, I found it personally in Westbury, Long Island, at the big beer warehouse over there by uh, Costco. It's really, really good, and they have a great, the, great the beer selection. And sometimes they're even doing beer tastings. They're always doing some sort of tasting where there's fancy cheeses or stuff. Mmm, cheese. And for those of you that aren't a fan of beer, right next door there is a wine emporium as well. And they have a lot of bottles of wine. And they do wine tastings. Yum, 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 yum. So, yeah, that's my two cents. I gave a little shout out to the beer and the liquor empire over there in Westbury. Yes. So definitely check them out because they have a great selection. They also have a great selection of hard liquor as well. Mm. Whiskeys, vodkas, tequila. Ugh, tequila I'm man. drinking whiskey tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Yep. So. It's actually not a bad concoction. It's not? No. It's not. good. It's good. Any green stores? Um, uh, I don't know. Ask him. Green Green, green. I, I know what he's talking about. But not green. in Westbury. I not thought in, in Westbury. What, where do you go? You go to Port... Where do you... I don't Port Washington? Something like that. So, we'll somewhere talk in to that you way. about it off camera. Mm-hmm. So, either way... Yes. So, this beer is a it's winner. It's phenomenal. It's a winner in our Epic Beer Snobbery list. I give it ten tail feathers up. Woo! I, I will give it also ten tail feathers up. 
So, um, we like it, we like it, we like it. Yep, yep. We like it. <laughs> like, I'm wagging my tail feather. That's, Chicken that's tail feather, whoa. Wagging the tail feather. Chicken tail feather. <laughs> <laughs> um, alright, so, this week's Epic Beer Snobbery is now concluded. Yep, We're find done. it, drink it, enjoy it. Yes. And look for the beer floats over the summer. Because we're going to have to get another bottle of this and do that experiment with the rainbow sherbet and see what else our crazy minds come up with. <laughs> no, I did not, Eli. Not yet. Hey! We're actually saving that for next week. Yeah, next week we're going to be doing Because that. it's a special cast that's very personal to Josh Phoenix with our continuing yes. series of uh, The, the Enemy, Enemy Within. Within. And this is volume two where we'll be covering depression. Yes. Now, depression is a very wide blanket term, and there are individualized special kinds of depression within that. Yeah. But we're, we're going to be keeping gonna it start. pretty general. Well, we're, we're going to yeah. try to keep For it For the most as, part, yeah. we're going to keep it pretty general. And, you know, also, I have to say that depression is a word that is maybe thrown around a little too freely when it comes to somebody's state of mind or their mm. mental health. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are just like, oh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just so depressed today, and then... I mean, as I said on last week's cast, I mean, I'm a diagnosed bipolar depressive. I have my low days, more low days than high days, until recently. It's true. And, um, you know, it, it, it does rub me a little raw that everyone's like, oh, I'm just so depressed. Like, you don't even know what real depression is. But you know what? I'm going to tell you. Because one of the first symptoms of real depression is a persistent, sad, anxious, or quote-unquote empty mood. Oh, so we're just going to dive right in? Yeah, we're, we're just diving right in. We're just gonna dive right <laughs> in. I'm, I'm, I'm. Um, thank you, whoever thank you. the great cornholio are. We are the perfect combination of perfect and cute. Well, you know thank what? Thank you. Thank you very much, but I will not give you TP for your bunghole. And yes, I am threatening you. There. Thanos snap. Yep. But yeah, I mean, in my low moods, I literally will feel hollow, empty, anxious about every little thing. Like I hear a it's creak true. in the stairs. It's just bad. It's just, it's not a great feeling. If you're a little sad and you're upset about something, say you're sad and upset about something. I'm like, oh, I'm so depressed. Well, Zig says, big time, that's why I stay away from the word. And he also says, I'm full on ADHD and proud of it. Be proud of who you are. So, basically, one of the things that I was um, researching while I was doing my research on the depression, um, because while you may be a diagnosed bipolar, I'm a diagnosed borderline. I have borderline personality disorder, and we will be covering that in the last part of our series. That's part five. And um, basically, with borderline, everybody gets that very confused because they say, like, the the name is very confusing. And um, basically, I was watching a video on YouTube. Try, you know, I, I was with uh, Erica's Prime, mm-hmm. and uh, I was watching something on YouTube that even I didn't know about my own disorder. And because I was looking to see how it ties into depression. And, um,. She's cute. He's a blurk. <laughs> I love Eli. <laughs> She's like, woo! Anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, I was reading it, and this woman describes, she actually said, like, it was one of the things, like, how does bipolar differ from borderline? Ooh, how? Oh, yeah. And it's great, because she actually compared it to where borderline would be New York State. Well, she used Florida because she's from Florida, but I'm using New York State because we're from New York. New York State is borderline. The weather is bipolar. So that that's how she's described it. And the thing is, is also, you don't forget, people forget that as a borderline, you can also suffer from depression. You can also suffer from mania. You can, anxiety. Anxiety, PTSD, because I also have that too. And um, a lot of people don't understand that Depression was a blanket term that was given to me before I was fully diagnosed. Mm-hmm. I was told by like so many different doctors, "Oh, she's just depressed. She's just depressed." Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's no. not the same. Not quite. It's not the quite. Like, yeah, I have my depressive moments and I have my ultimate lows the way you do. Mm-hmm. But it's different, and everybody needs to understand that depression can also come out and be expressed. Differently. Yes. Now, to play devil's advocate for Let's a moment. It. I love devil's advocate. With, between depression and borderline, there are some shared symptoms where when, if you're a borderline and you're having an episode, you can have, you know, feelings of hopelessness or pessimism. You can be very irritable, 
Trust me, I know. <laughs> I'm guilty of it for the last yep. several days. I mean, and uh, one of the most glaring similarities is the the loss of interest or pleasure in hobbies and activities that you enjoy. Right, which when can happen. When you're having a depressive you... episode, if you're having a borderline episode, you don't want to do the things you like to do. No. I mean, me personally, I know when I'm having a low day because, yes, Ziggo, Lowe's arson of many different health issues, but yes, full-on depression is just, I, you, when I'm on my low days, I'll admit, like, I have trouble even getting out of bed to, you know, feed myself, shower, right. etc. And when I'm having a low day, everything is fucking gonna piss me off. Everything. Like, you can literally, like, he'll hit me up and be like, hey, Fuck you! What are you doing? You know that's how my, like Rawr! that's my low day. And then but I start then, sending her cat memes and it's okay. Yeah, send me cat pictures and I'm good. Mm-hmm. But um, it's one of those things where it's like uh, my low day. Also, that can be one way that it describes itself. Another day will be where I literally won't get up out of bed sometimes for two or three days at a time. I yeah. won't. I won't clean up. I won't put on makeup. I won't wash my hair. I won't comb my hair. I won't. Literally, I'll, like, I'm, like... Yeah, and then... It's bad, and then... And then Pokemon trainers try to catch her, because she's a zoo butt. <laughs> no. No. Gotta catch I, him. Oh, Pokemon. Uh, I, I mean, that, but that's the thing. Like, I won't play Pokemon. I won't play my video games. I won't yeah. watch TV. I like, can't I will literally... tell you how many times I'll text her, I'm jumping on Smite, do you want to come on? I don't feel like playing. Rawr! Okay. Well, it, that's not even just like you know. It's most of the time where it, that's how he'll take it. It's text, so he's assuming I'm raw. But sometimes I'm literally like, Meh, you know. Yeah. But I'll never admit that. No, she doesn't cry. Never. Never. Mm, nope. no, never ever. Never, never ever, ever. Yeah. It's but, very um, hard to make me cry, dude. I broke a bone and I didn't cry. Facts. That's true. So it's like, um. But, like, that's, yeah. that's just an example. Like, all, yeah. we have similar reactions. We have similar symptoms. Yes. But we're but not the same. When we're talking full-on textbook depression, there's also what they call, fancy SAT word, psychosomatic symptoms. Something's not good in your head, and it's affecting your body. And you'll notice that in increased fatigue, decreased energy, you'll actually get aches, pains, headaches, cramps, even GI problems, if you're in a full-on depressed episode. Yeah, it's true. You will eat something and either throw up or immediately go poop. Or or me, who just has absolutely no interest in eating a goddamn thing. It's true. In my bad, bad days, I've gone two, three days without eating, and I've just been living on, like, coffee and water. It's true. And then Not, even, not even beer. Yeah. That's telling you when I'm depressed. When I don't want to drink a beer, that's when I'm depressed. That's when I know something is really wrong. Where I'm like, hey man, come over, like, I'll make dinner and have a beer, and, you know, we can just chill. And he's like, nah. No, I'm not feeling it. I'm just gonna stay in. I mean, me, it gets really, like, this is how you know it's really bad with me. With me, I will not want to leave my room. I will not take care of my animals. Like, I'll feed them, and I'll clean up after them, but I won't play with them. I won't Mm -hmm. take them out for the, like, you know, the long walks that they love and stuff like that, like... I'm just like, the bare minimum that needs to be done. And then the the telltale sign. The telltale sign that I am in a very, 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 very bad way. And he knows this. Is, uh, I say dumb shit. I, have, I get suicidal ideation if it gets really bad. And then I pretty much go, you even tried, I'll slap the shit out of you. Well, I mean, I'm not going to, but I'm just saying, like, when I hit that low, because with a borderline, I can't, it's like, it's different. My low will last, Mm -hmm. and it will last a long time if I'm not snapped out of it. And and her lows can literally be a crash, as opposed to me, I'll wake up already low. Right. But she, in the middle of a day, can just crash. I I mean, I can too, but... It's not maybe quite as It's steep not a crash. as severe. Yeah, it's not quite as steep it's, a crash. Yeah, like make. your crash, you can see it coming. Yeah, it, it's gradual. Yeah, you have, you have, your bipolar allows you to have the gradual crash, and like I can see the signs of it, so maybe sometimes we can head it off at the path. With me, it's just out of nowhere. Like, at, like, the, like for no reason today, well, a couple of reasons today, but like for no reason the last few days, I was at a fucking epic concert, and I'm still bleh. Meh. Meh. 
Yeah. You know? And it's just, it's like, but I, you know. Yeah, and, and on that, on those psychosomatic symptoms and other telltale sign of real depression is severe changes in appetite or weight itself. As I said, when I'm severely depressed, I don't want to eat. <laughs> and I will lose weight. I'll look like crap. I've and seen just... him. I knew that it was really bad when I saw him on a Tuesday. Then I saw him again on a Friday, and he looked like he dropped like 10, 15 pounds. And I was like, did you eat? No, I haven't been eating. Why the fuck haven't you been eating? And then, of course, then I'll, my, I'll get on his ass and literally shove food down his throat. Then he does the same shit to me when I don't do it. Because I don't eat. Ever. Absolutely. Like, I've gotten... How many times have I gotten yelled at by Erica's Prime? Because I don't eat. Ever. <laughs> and he's just and in when, there. And but, I mean, even when you do, you know, there's only I so much you need. Well, that's because of surgery. Yeah, I know. But, like, he's yell, he yells at me all the time, like, bitch, did you eat today? Mm-hmm. No. I mean, and, and, and beyond all the, the symptoms, you know... With depression, you know, after these symptoms manifest themselves and people are seeing it, then you get even more depressed because, you know, nobody wants to be with a Debbie Downer, so you start getting excluded from stuff. Yep. Which just makes your depression... Worse. Worse. And then people are just doing a great disservice to you if they insist on excluding you from everything just because you're depressed instead of trying to help. Welcome back. But, yeah, I mean, it's just... Bad. Yeah, because the, the other thing is, is also, like, we, when you're in that depression spiral, and we know I have tons of friends. Like, literally, I don't know a single one of my friends that does not suffer from depression. Mm-hmm. I mean, it may not be clinical depression where they have to go on, like, medication, but it is a form of depression. Yeah. It is... Not all depression requires medication. Right. You know, so... There are times where, like, and I, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I'm guilty of this, where I know somebody is, like, you know, depressed or mm-hmm. in some type of way, and I just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. I'm guilty. I'm horrible. I know that's not how you're supposed to be, especially when you yourself have a, a mental disorder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but sometimes you just can't help it. No, you can't. Especially if it's the kind of people that are always, mm, I'm depressed, but you know for a fact they're yeah, not. Eeyores. Yeah, they're Eeyores. Or yeah. they're just like... But you, you have to be careful with that, because there could be somebody that's yoring out severely, and they're actually having a legitimate depressive episode. Right. And if you exclude them, that can fall into something further down in the symptom scale, which could be thoughts of death or suicide, or even possible attempts on your own life. So, Eli says, when Morgan broke up with me, I was depressed as hell for a long time. I didn't eat, but goddamn, if I didn't look fabulous, I laid on the floor in my mom's living room for three days. Well, understandable. Yeah, it's co- it's totally understandable, but we all know that not eating causes your body to break down muscle tissue and stuff, and that releases ketones. And I'm not going to get too clinical about it, but it's just generally not a good idea to not eat. Yeah, Even much. if you, you know eating crackers and peanut butter, fucking eat something. Yeah, I mean, but that also will increase like the because one of the other signs is decreased energy or fatigue. Yes. Now here's the problem. A lot of these things are build-a-block kind of shit. So, obviously, mm-hmm. your depression is not allowing you to eat. So, therefore, you're going to get tired. And you're going to feel even more tired because of the depression. And you don't want to eat because you're too tired to eat. You don't want to eat. Yeah. So, it's just an endless cycle that just gets worse and worse and worse. Or you could, exactly, you could have the exact opposite as well, where you're feeling depressed and you start eating your feelings. Oh. Yeah, or drinking them like me. You know, yeah. I'm guilty. Yeah. I'm. We, yeah. we drink. We drink our feelings for the most part. Well, that's the other. That's the other thing. That's how you know it's really bad. Where you, I'm drunk. I never, ever, 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 ever get drunk. Do I? No, not really. Neither of us do anymore. Not even just at our tolerance level. I never let myself get drunk. No, well, you know, we've grown up. Yeah. Well. Mm. It's a scary thought. Mm, us grown ups? Hell no. Fuck out of here. But, but yeah. Yeah. And. We really, yeah, it sucks because yeah. unfortunately we gotta really learn who's just feeling looking meh for, and, and looking for attention and who's and who's le- yeah depressed right and you know we're 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 gonna we're gonna tiptoe ahead a little bit into yeah. some of the different Zig says he's guilty of the same yeah it's exhausting. some of the some of the the ways that conven- our conventional society has chosen to treat the things and first. I'm going to talk about psychotherapy, talk therapy. 
where this is kind of talk therapy. Yeah, it kind of is talk therapy, but and you don't even have to pay us to sit on the couch. No, nope, but we listen. Yep. But yeah, you go in, you can talk about what's making you depressed, what particular things will make you feel triggered or will set off your depressive episodes. We did say trigger warning at the beginning of this, right? No, no we didn't. We trigger, 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 trigger warning. warning. But for the rest of this month, just consider it a trigger warning. Yeah, do. Because it's Mental Health Awareness Month. We're doing different mental conditions every week. Yep. This week is depression. Next week is bipolar. Yes. So all of our bipolar friends, I'm begging you to tune in. I'm, I'm right there with you guys. He's bipolar. Josh so, Phoenix is the poster child of the Phoenix Gate with bipolar disorder. Ta-da! <laughs> we can, when, when that happens, one of the things is, when I was first diagnosed and they said that I had depression, they threw me on pills. That's all they did. They didn't even put me in... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, hey, Michelle. Yeah, it says, I'm the psychotic tattoo chick everyone warned you about, when it actually, I'm the hot tattoo chick. No. Okay. If I leave, it's not because I got triggered. It's because my computer did. All right, cool. Good to know. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So you were saying that like a lot of people can do talk therapy for their depression, mm-hmm. where I'm noticing, and unfortunately, this is a theme that we've discovered through our jobs, through experience with our own mental health disorders. Just stuff pills down their throat? Just stuff pills down their fucking throat. Like, hey, you're depressed? Here, take Abilify. Take Wellbutrin. Take this. Take that. Yeah. Fuck you. And it's all go hide in a corner. A lot of a lot of these psychiatrists will just use whatever pill they feel like. And I, I'm sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bother a line. I'm gonna, sorry, borrow a line from my medical school professor, Do and it. that's your mileage may vary. Because Wellbutrin is an anti-anxiety, an antidepressant. Also kills people. Also kills people. And for me, when they I put me on it... I love friends from When they put me on it to quit smoking, I turned into the fucking Incredible Hulk. He did. I became so angry over the littlest so things. bad. We used to get into epic battles. Epic. Epic rap battles of history. Like, those, those were some fights. That's why I don't take meds anymore. There you go. Understood, dude. Seriously. Hey, you, you gotta do what's best for you. Now, they threw me other on, anti- um, what did they throw me on? They threw me on Xanax, and then Which they... Which is an anti-anxiety drug. Right, and then they threw me on uh, Abilify, because the Xanax wasn't working. Then they switched up me off of that, put me on Wellbutrin and Abilify at a stronger dose. Like, for some reason, Abilify just followed me wherever the hell it went. Well, I think Abilify was giving giving doctors kickbacks in the early stages of it. Probably. For, uh, but, like, I, like but it. not once did they ever sit there and say to me... Go talk to someone. Go find a group therapy session. Go do this. Go do that. Yeah. Why? Because insurance would not cover that, but it had no problem covering the massive amount of pills that they wanted me to throw down my throat. Yeah. Now, we're, we're talking about depression, which brings us to the easy treatment, drug-wise, is antidepressants. If Personally, they yeah. I, I have a huge issue with antidepressants, because as we were saying, you know, you can either not eat or you can eat your feelings. If right. you're one of those that eats your feelings and you're taking antidepressants, so many of these antidepressants have weight gain as a side effect. Yep. When I went to the psychiatrist and he wanted to put me on a medication, I said flat out, there are two conditions, two side effects that I refuse to accept no matter what you want to put me on, and one of them was weight gain. The other one we're not going to talk about. Yeah. Was it erectile dysfunction or uh, yes. lack of uh, yes, interest it was. in sex? No, it was erectile dysfunction. Well, it depends on what they do because, honestly, there are some medications. I mean, okay, example again. When they threw me on the Wellbutrin because they wow. thought I was... De- Did you see that? They had me on Trazodone and I was up for three days straight. Wow, that's an adverse reaction if I've ever heard one. Whoa! Trazodone's supposed to knock the shit out of you. I guess it didn't work on I Michelle. Guess I guess not. <laughs> Holy crap. I mean, I, they, I've never been on Trazodone. They never got me that far because I stopped taking my medication. I was like, no. This is, you're, you're, you're medicating me yeah. for a condition I don't have. So, so yeah. when they, they put gain, me on the Wellbutrin, I gained like 30 pounds. Yeah, 30 weight, pounds! Weight like, gain is a horrible side effect of antidepressants, which then makes you even, even more depressed because you've gained weight. It's true. It's just, ugh. I just, yeah. Because I just, you'll sit I there and you're can't. like... I just can't. I just can't with antidepressants. You'll look in the mirror and you'll just be like, what the fuck is happening to me? Like, honestly, yeah. I don't like... They kept upping the dosage. Girl. I'm sorry. Girl, let me tell you. Girl. And, I mean, the problem is, especially, you know, your 
depressed, you're eating your feelings, the antidepressants are making you gain weight, which is making you even more depressed. Mm -hmm. And what's worse, most antidepressants, you can't drink while you're on them. We do it anyway. Some of you do, and it's not something I would personally advocate for. If you're not supposed to be drinking while on antidepressants, don't do it. It can literally kill you. I lucked out. The medication my doctor put me on has no reaction to alcohol. So, obviously, I'm still allowed to drink. Because then I would be having those suicidal thoughts and actions if I couldn't drink beer anymore. I would... Not saying, just saying. Well, yeah, and then I'd have to slap the shit out of you. Facts. But, um, either way, it comes down to, like, honestly... A lot of, the thing is, is with the depression is, is a lot of the medication that they throw you on, they give you more side effects than you would actually cure the depression. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I've also noticed about every single type of medication that is out there for any type of mental disorder is they say you have to build the levels in your that's, blood, that's which what I, had to do. I can't fucking stand because it's like, no, 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 no. Why should I have to build up levels in my bloodstream, which means it's constantly going through my liver, my kidneys and all this shit. Yes, I can still smack you, smack him, but, um, you know, you gotta get us another, get us a new subscriber on Twitch, I'll smack him. It's fair. (laughs) It's fair! The things I do for my podcast. I know, right? Um, what was I saying? I was like, I don't agree with the fact that a medication that you take has to build up levels in your system to work. Um, nope. the pill itself is supposed to work. Well, Why do I have to build up levels? Certain, and I actually know the answer to this, because that's what I had to do with the Lamictal, mm-hmm. was I had to build it up in my system, and there's a reason for that, at least Lamictal specifically. <laughs> she said yay. As a friend of yours? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so. <laughs> Anyways. You need to build up Lamictal in your system, because one of the major side effects that is, like, bad and could possibly kill you is Stevens-Johnson syndrome, which first manifests as, like, a horrible burning rash. Yeah. So that's why the doctor had me on the low dose, slowly building it up, to, to see if I sure get that reaction. Okay. When I didn't, then he put me on the dose he wants me on. Well, that's kind of like what they, like, I was on Seroquel for a little while, because, again... There's another one that's just given to everybody, pretty oh much. My God. So I was on Seroquel for a little while, because uh, this is after my borderline diagnosis, but they were just like... Oh, we'll try Seroquel for a little while. Seroquel, Abilify. Yep, I was still on Abilify, but they put it at an even higher dose. Mm-hmm. And they kept saying, I mean, oh... I think the only real psych med that's fallen out of favor these days... Xanax? No, Xanax is still pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Um, tricyclic <laughs> antidepressants. Yeah. And, um, oh my god, the other one was just in my head. Yeah, just... Whee! That's another symptom of depression, by the way. Yeah. Where you forget things literally in the middle of that. I'm on that. She's on... You're on Seroquel? Seroquel, Effexor. Abilify. Tricyclic antidepressants. We're talking about a lot of things. <laughs> well, Butrin. Oh, and, oh, no. And then I remember what the other one was. And then for treating bipolar, lithium has really fallen out of favor. Oh, yeah. But that's... There's a reason for that. Because lithium toxicity is a really serious condition. Yeah. And lithium only goes so far for so long before they have to up your dosage. And yeah. that puts you prone to the toxicity. Yeah. So they discovered it's not good for you. Even though a fun side nature note... There actually is, I believe it's a stream or a lake or a river or something up in Saratoga Springs, New York, where the water naturally has lithium in it. It's just, it's just, there were solid lithium deposits in a mine somewhere. Oh, Zoloft. Okay, there we go. That's what she's on. Yes, yes. But it runs through, you know, the water was running through was these lithium too. rocks and it sublimates into the water. So mm. the water was had natural mood elevators in it, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but then no. we're talking about lithium toxicity. Yeah. If you're like a hardcore outdoorsman and you're drinking a lot of water, that could prove to be a problem. Plus fish pee in that water. And beavers <laughs> pee in that water. And all sorts of creatures pee in that water. My anxiety panic. Yep, they put me on the Zoloft for the anxiety. Like, this is the problem with the borderline. Bipolar disorder is chemical. That's the software of his brain. Borderline is my hardware, which literally means my brain does not work at all in certain areas and works too much in others. So it's not um, able to be controlled with medication the way depression is by itself. Anxiety is by itself. Bipolar 
is by itself. Any of that can be controlled with a no, combination. No, I, I was never on Lyrica. Neither was I. I stopped yeah. taking my medication after they put me on the Zoloft, Abilify, and Wellbutrin, and it almost killed me. So after that, I was like, nope, we're done here. We're done here. Because the, what's the big side effect that we always see with most of these antidepressant drugs is suicide. Suicidal thoughts and Suicidal actions. Suicidal thoughts and actions. And um, if you're already depressed, you, you're you, going to be a little bit more prone to these actions to begin with. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to take a medication that makes it worse. Agreed. I'm just not. I mean, but that's me. I mean, yeah. I'm not... Listen, I'm not knocking anybody here, anybody that's watching, anybody that's listening, that takes medication. you're on these drugs and they work for you, no. Then please, continue. Continue on the drugs if they're yeah. working. If they're working, go with it. If not... But actually, to tie into last week's cast on yes. PTSD, some of the big risk factors for clinical depression include a family history of depression... So there actually is a genetic component to comp- depression, they say. There's a genetic component to borderline. And just like PTSD, a major life change, a trauma, or stress can actually bring about latent depression. It's true. Uh, physical illnesses. Like, I don't know a single person that doesn't have some kind of, like, crazy disease like... Cancer. Cancer. You're going to tell me that cancer patients aren't depressed? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know people that don't suffer... Like, I have friends of mine. They have lupus, for example. Tiffany. My evil twin. Not his... He's my evil twin, kind of, but she's my evil twin. Um, she is evil twin. She is the evil of the evil twin. You were like... She, see, she's got PTSD. She's, we get it. We know, girl. You're amongst friends. You're amongst friends. If you listen to our last week's podcast, Michelle, you can hear all about PTSD because we covered it in week one, part one of this series. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're talking... She has. She was just recently diagnosed with lupus, and she also suffers from bipolar disorder and depression. Like, and I again, I've known Tiffany for almost as long as I've known you, if maybe. not longer. I've known her maybe a little bit longer than I've known you. Okay. Or, or around the same time, but <coughs> for years, for years, I had to. You know, I was a front row seat to her bipolar, to her depression cycle. And at a certain point, we both were. Right. And then the thing is, is we never realized it was tied to, it's okay, girl, you can catch it on Podbean yeah, and it's on our Facebook. Yeah, just download Podbean on your phone, your computer, and you can watch actually all our yeah, episodes. all of our episodes are there. You'll love it. But, yeah, and then we're also going to talk about something. It, it, we find it manifests from primarily in the elderly, and that's sundowning, which is can cause depression due to medications. Right. Some of the medications, especially for our elders that have, which... <laughs> Which kitty? I don't know which one. I don't know which one. There's seven in here. Yeah, there's seven of them in here, and there's two dogs as well. Don't don't wake them up. No, no, no. They're asleep. I know know who just walked by. King to kitty? Yeah. Oh, because he was playing with his stuff? Yeah. Okay. Um, But yeah, sundowning, especially ones that have dementia. Some of the dementia meds will cause sundowning, which is a superior depression or altered mental status in the later hours of the day. It's true. Uh, Which, diabetic you know, patients. Diabetic patients as well can get depression because, you know, you lose a finger, you lose a toe, you lose a foot. You're going to be pretty damn depressed about that. Yeah. Um, then you got people that... Yep, that's Eclipse. That's Prince to Kitty. Eclipse. My special boy. Special. No, not... No. Special where he's always sick all the time. Yeah, I know. Bastard. Well, he's a little special too. He's a little special too. But he's eating right now. He went into the other room to eat his food. Um, but, like, we're talking, like, the depression, again, we say is a blanket statement because it's tied into so many different disorders, it's tied into so many different things, so, like, diseases and bipolar, borderline, psycho- psychosis, yeah, PTSD, like said, all these things. Depression is a big blanket for a lot of mental disorders, or it will creep into a lot of different mental disorders. Or cause. Mm-hmm. You know, because it could start off as depression, and then eventually, because the depression gets so bad, you can develop mm-hmm. different psychoses. Yeah, and since we're still talking about medications... Yes. Antidepressants take somewhere within the realm of two to four weeks to even kick in. That's what I'm so saying. You, you're, you know, thankfully, in, in small cumulative doses, when I started taking the Lamictal, I actually started feeling a little bit better every day. Yeah, you did. I know a little black animal. Yes, that is Prince to Kitty. Um, Ericus Prime brings up Prozac. Um, Prozac is still really popular these days. Oh shit! Okay, there's a lot of comments that I missed, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. That um, would be really okay. 
Eli said, I went to CSU because I didn't know how to handle being down for such a long time. I haven't drank my feelings in a good wall, but I've done it. Um, it happened to me when I was in Arkham. I refused it. <laughs> the first time I ever had Haldol, it was a small dose, like 0.2 milligrams, and I felt like the world slowed down. Facts! Yeah. Fucking facts. Haldol is, I was, swear to God, I thought I was turtle. Xanax made me feel... Like I was like a, a hummingbird. hummingbird. Yeah, so now it did. I'm, now I'm it did. Now I'm imagining her going around like the room going, bee, bee. Like I spoke super fast and was jittery. Prozac. Uh, Eric has probably mentioned Prozac. Prozac is evil. They and had me on Prozac widely, when I still, when it first came out. And it's still widely uh, prescribed. prescribed today. It is. You, you bitched. bitched less too. Yeah, facts. <laughs> I, I know I did. Okay? I know I did. Yeah, he did. Little black animal. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm, I'm switching between our Twitch and our Facebook. So if I don't get to your comment right away, I'm We're not ignoring you. I'm literally switching back and forth. So that's why you'll literally see me look up and then look down. Look up and then look mm-hmm. down. So, you know, I don't know. Does that count as jittery? Um, no, I don't think that's really jittery. That's just you know you've got two cameras to look at. And we got screens to look at. And whiskey. Lots and lots of whiskey. Mm-hmm. I love whiskey. It's my favorite. Yes. Now, I Gallete. I don't personally think this is the greatest idea when it comes to treating any sort of mental disorder, but um, some doctors, where it needs to really get super bad, they will resort to ECT. Now, for those that don't know, ECT is a very politically correct way of saying electroshock therapy. I am not an advocate of electroshock therapy. It fell out of favor in the civilized world for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, for but, some reason it's back now. Well, it's also because many states... I'm going on a small tangent real quick. A lot I love of, tangents. A lot of states have rules on the books against capital punishment against the mentally disabled. Anymore. Jupiter Thunder. Yes. Crash! Yeah. But... Bipolar. That said, a lot of doctors believe that electroconvulsive therapy or ECT can sort of turn back the clock a little bit in somebody in traumatic brain injuries that cause people to be slow. Mm-hmm. I don't buy into it, but they believe it does, and that's why ECT first came back into popular thoughts. Right, and the there. next thing they're going to turn around and say is that lobotomies work too. No, they don't. No. No, they don't. Nope. Um, I actually have had <coughs> um, ECT in the past. I have. It's uh, not fun. Nope. Um, it's one of those things where I had a bad episode. I ended up in, you know, hospital. Because you had a bad day. <laughs> yeah. Um, I ended up in the hospital for a little while. And again, this is before I was diagnosed as a borderline. I was just depressed, according to the doctors. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is not right. This is not working. So the doctor in the hospital turned around and said, let's try something different. And I was like, what was I? I was like 14, 15 at the time. And yeah, it was probably right around the time we met. Yeah, I was like 14, 15 at the time and uh, didn't, I couldn't say yes or no. And my parents had signed, you know, they were just like, fine, whatever, do whatever it needs to get her out Lock of her it. up and throw away the key. No. Um, but they were just like, do whatever it is to make her better. I think it was after, this was like right after my first suicide attempt. Like, I had a severe, I almost succeeded. It was bad. And, um, they did minor electroshock therapy. It was the worst thing I could quite possibly ever, I can't even describe it to you. I can't. It's, it's just, it's bad. It's bad. But. I, I, I think it's. A horrible, horrible thought. It's it's tantamount to torture in my mind. It is torture. It is literally physical torture. You, like, it, it's just horrible. I, I can't, again, can't even begin to describe it. Even on my worst day, I probably would never suggest that as a therapy. No, 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 no. Never, no. never, never. Yeah. The best thing I've noticed about depression is talking about it. Absolutely. That's it. That's talking the- about it. Being don't, around people who understand and don't judge. And that's actually what we were just about to talk about, is things you can do that isn't ECT, that isn't medication, that isn't therapy, things that you can do yourself every day to make it a little bit better, try to help yourself. And first thing, no matter how bad you feel, 
try to stay active. Yeah. You know, if you got to run around the block a little bit for, you know, 10, 15 minutes, make yourself feel a little better, get those endorphins going. You? Because those endorphins are nat- they're not only natural painkillers, they're also natural mood elevators. So get active. Run around the block a couple times. Set realistic goals for you to achieve every day. Okay, I'm going to do two loads of laundry today. That way, when you get those two loads of laundry done, you feel accomplished. Oh, okay. Um, somebody just subscribed to Twitch, so I kind of have to hit you now. <laughs> I kind of have to hit you now. The things uh... I do for my podcast. <laughs> oh, I don't think it. I don't think it was. Um, yeah, but just the fact that we have a new subscriber. There. You got that. <laughs> I, I hope your friend Michelle saw that because I'm not doing it again. But, yeah, um, like I said, if you can achieve these realistic and simple goals, you're going to feel a little better. And as Jade just said, surround yourself with positive, positive people. Positive. Because, like, let's get one thing twisted. Like, there's this quote that goes around online, and I love it. First, what, what it go, it's, I'm probably misquoting it because I'm feeling my whiskey. As you can tell, because I'm a little red-faced right now. <laughs> hi, Rufus. Amanda, hi. Hi, Amanda. Hi. Um, what was I saying? I was saying, um, before you diagnose yourself as depressed, please first figure out that you are not surrounded by assholes. Yeah. <laughs> you are not, you are not in not... a toxic environment. Right. Because here's the first thing about toxic people. They're going to make you feel... They're going to break you down to build themselves up. Exactly. And most likely they have some sort of disorder as well. Yeah. They're breaking you down. So my my whole thing is is also you never argue with stupid people either because they're going to drag you down and beat you with experience. Yeah. And jumping off of that, you know, surround yourself with positive people, people that are going to be positive, a positive influence on your life. On the tail of that, never isolate yourself. Ever. Never. Ever. I know it's the, a natural thing to do. I mean, I'm guilty. Guilty. Mm-hmm. Do it. I've done it. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, don't talk to me. I won't answer my phone. Like, I, I won't answer the phone. I won't te- answer text messages. And that works on pretty much everybody but me. Because if she doesn't answer her phone, what happens, Jade? You show up. Exactly. <laughs> like, why didn't you answer your phone? I was sleeping. Well, I'm here now, so let me in. Okay. Well, you have a key. Well, here I have. Oh, uh, yeah. Key to the yeah. Last nest. Yeah. I, I mean, um, actually, I know someone that's watching right now that can attest to this. Um, one of the signs that I know I'm not in one of my good states of mind is, and he's been complaining about this, is I'm taking forever to answer his texts, and I normally don't do that. I also turned around and said, today, don't come over. And I, again, don't do that. That's not my pattern. So that's uh, that's what that's what gave me the indication today. Okay, I may not be good. Yeah. So I was like, okay, something's and, not and right. Also, as we said, don't anti- isolate yourself. Antidepressants will take somewhere between two and four weeks to actually take effect. And jumping off of that, you know, once you've gotten into a therapy, <laughs> she a drug- wants me to punch you. I'm not going to punch him. <laughs> you can do it. But, yeah, when you get into a therapy of some sort, expect your mood to gradually improve. Don't expect to be better overnight because that shit just ain't going to happen. Trust me, I've been there. No, it's like one of those things where you can't just pop the pill and be all like, oh, I'm not depressed anymore. Yeah, Hooray! Don't, don't believe the way psych meds work on TV. It doesn't fucking work. The Actually, only no, the only thing that's accurate to the way it works on TV is the B fifty two cocktail. That. Um. The only thing I'm going to say is it's going to be an instant mood change. Is wheat, CBD oil, pot, THC, CBD, THC, any I mean, of that. There's, there, there's studies coming out every day to the point where. They want to take, nation, use magic mushrooms to treat it yeah. to treat different mental disorders. But I mean, in this day and age. You know, weed has been seen as this horrible, insidious drug that's, you know, a plague on our society. Refer madness! Refer madness! madness. No, it doesn't But now, federal legalization is just on the horizon. People are finally starting to listen that there are positive medicinal effects to this plant. Now, you know, I love my beer, but there is a phrase that I always refer to, and it's, man-made beer, God-made pot, who do you trust? Well, it depends on your religion. We're witches. We're herbalists. What so do you what think? do you think? 
Well, you know. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not going to say that since I've, uh, you know, gotten myself into a certain way that I don't partake in a certain vaping type deal of things. But only to sleep. Yeah. Really only to sleep. I don't use it for anything else because, honestly, I'm a very bad insomniac. Again, has to go with my mental disorders. And the depression does actually... Uh, yeah, yeah. Like so, some people will sleep for days, and that depends on. I can either sleep for a few days, or I'm up for seven. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's part of the depression aspect of the by of the and borderline, this, and it's just that. Yeah, and this next bullet point is very, very important. Extreme. Extremely important. If you have been diagnosed as a depressive, until your therapy, whatever it is, has taken effect, and you're starting to feel better. Don't make any major decisions. Don't get divorced. Don't get married. Don't move. change jobs. Don't move. Don't quit your job. Don't quit your job. Don't buy now, a I'll, car. I'll, I'll admit there are times where I have been oh, there, here's the but thing. I've had good reasons for quitting certain jobs. Well, here's the thing, though. If the job is the source of your depression, then... It wasn't, it wasn't the source of my depression, but it was the source of heavy, heavy drinking. Well, I'm just saying, if you're... The situation that you're at, we're not sitting here saying, you know, don't do this. Bah. No, what we're saying is if you have to make a major, major decision, please make sure that you have weighed all your options first. We understand that in a depressive state of mind, it's going to be harder to understand. You're not going to see black and white. Everything's going to be gray. You're going to have a different filter on. We get it. We understand. But we are also sitting here saying... That if it's getting to a point where you feel there's no way out. No, Eli, I was not happy there, and neither were you. We're talking about jobs being a source of your. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hi, hi, hi. What? Hello. What was my job? Hey, lady. Then I'll snap to that. Yeah. So that's actually kind of the way that I left that job. I kind of Thanos snapped at that job. Bye. Anyways, but um, also, also, just as important as not making any major life decisions. Once you have a diagnosis, educate yourself. Yeah. Go on the internet. Go to the library. I know library. Oh my god, what a concept! Read a book. It's called Google. Yeah. Use I mean, the then Googles. again, WebMD lies. Don't don't listen to WebMD. Don't listen to WebMD. No. But go to the library. Read books. Not even just that. The the best thing about the internet nowadays is and it, and again, social media is is a, the devil and also an angel at, at this. You can find groups of people that are going through similar or the same thing you are. So you're never ever ever alone. Again, we said this last week. We're saying it again this week. You are never alone if ever you want an, uh, a, a shoulder to cry on, an ear to listen, non-judgmental, bipartisan, whatever the fuck, whatever, yeah. contact the Phoenix Gate yep. on any of our social media, Instagram, Twitch, Facebook, uh, Twitter, we're on Podbean, we're on Stitcher. iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, actually, our, no, we're not on no I didn't get, no, yeah. not iHeartRadio, um, Instagram. Spotify. Thank you. Spotify, Um, Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes. But guys, reach out to us if you're afraid to reach out to your family. We said this last week. We're saying it again. And if you don't feel comfortable with that, I'm going to give you the suicide hotline number right now. It can be anonymous. You can just get talk to somebody. Just talk to someone if you ever feel. Yeah. The National Suicide Hotline. It's an 800, 800 273-8255. 273-8255. It's anonymous. There are people there 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. They even have a text. They have the text one. Give them the text one. There's a Christ text suicide okay. hotline. And, okay, they, if you don't feel like talking, if you're afraid they'll hear your voice, you yeah. can text. We live in this day and age where we have a text suicide hotline if you're okay. getting to a point where you need it. You text the word CONNECT, all in caps, C-O-N-N-E-C-T, for those that are not spelling bee champs. To, to 741741. 741-741 in the continental United States. Mm-hmm. There's going to be somebody there to help you. But even if you're afraid of picking up the phone and calling the suicide hotline because you're afraid they're going to track you and send an ambulance to your house, they might, but they won't because it's anonymous. It's anonymous, so they don't know where you live or anything like that. Nope. Nope. 
Nope. But also, those are two outlets for you guys. Yeah. Just use them. Use them! If not, use your friends. Use your family. Use us. We're, we're here. here for you. We're here for you! Mm-hmm. That's why we're doing this and, series. And, and, and it's not even digitally through the internet. If you happen to be feeling a certain sort of way and you happen to be at a con we're at... Mm-hmm. Or come a concert. Up, or a concert. Just come up to us and we may originally say, like, listen, we need to take care of something right now. No, but we wouldn't stay even near, do that. Stay we wouldn't even do that. Well, we I mean, wouldn't even do that. If you, if somebody comes up to us, if somebody comes up to us, and I don't care what we're doing, and they say, "Hey, listen, I saw your series, The Enemy Within. I want to talk to you about it." Blah blah blah. We will stop everything that we are fucking doing. I don't give a shit what it is, and talk to you. Well, I will. Well, like I said, it depends. I will do that. If we're in the middle of shooting an interview, we're say, just I don't stay care. right here. Don't go anywhere. I don't Give care. Us Thirty seconds. I will literally leave that interview. Have you handle the rest of it, and I will go talk to that person. I don't care. Well, that is a smart way to go about it. Yeah, there's two of us. We can divide and conquer. You know. No, I said just making me, stay, keeping me with the interview while you go and talk. Well, yeah, I'm better at it. <laughs> no, no. No, I'm the EDP whisperer. <laughs> really. Okay, okay, okay. Alright. I'm not even we're not even gonna get into how good I was at my job. Okay? Like, there's a reason why crazy recognizes crazy. They know. The suicide hotline isn't a bad thing if called him through a payphone near a bridge. They talked me down and convincing that jumping wasn't worth it. There you go. There you go. They did not come send cops, fire, and ambulance for you know, our friend here, they just spoke to her. And half the time, that's what anybody who's going through crisis mm-hmm. needs. That's what we are offering. And um, honestly, guys, it's all that's really all we can really yeah. say on the subject. I mean... But, you know, we've been talking about the general depression. Now, just to touch base on a couple of the offshoots of depression... Yep. Now we're talking about things like postpartum depression, which happens, as we all know, when a woman gives birth, she loses interest in being with her child. Or she'll kill it. Or she, yeah, in extreme cases, she'll actually kill the child. There is a depression component that is attached to schizophrenia, which is called psychotic depression. There's seasonal affective disorder. There's actually... Which we call the sad. The sad. And then, actually, believe it or not, there is a shift disorder depression. People who work the night shift and never see daytime actually will have more uh, chance of being depressed. Well, we both did. Uh, will actually have a higher chance of getting uh, depressed as opposed to somebody that works day shift. Meanwhile, yeah. I don't like the day shift because I'm a fucking vampire, so yeah. that's going to make me we're, depressed. We're, we're, we're night stalkers. Night people. I, I, I get my vitamin D in pill form. I'm not going to say how I get mine. I'm going to drink. It's good. It's really delicious. That's, Shut up. That is that. Yep. Yeah, that that's the way. All right. <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> Anyways, we're not going there. This is supposed to be a serious podcast. <laughs> when when <laughs> when is a podcast with us ever serious? Uh, but we're on a serious thing. I can't be talking about dick jokes. Cock joke. Cock joke. Because you know the vitamin D is good. Very good. <laughs> 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 yes. Hi, Eric. My buddy Eric from the Wampas. Eric. Yes. We need very Smite dirty. Night. We need Smite Night. Smite Night. Yeah. Smite Night. We need Smite Night. Uh oh, God. Overnights were rough sometimes, and then she just goes, "Ew, shut up." Don't be a hater. Just because you don't like cock doesn't mean I have to hate it. This good. It's good there, business. she said it. I said it. I said it, and I'm not taking it back. Eli, I love you. Anyways. Yes, tis delicious. Amanda says it's delicious. I hope she's talking about the whiskey and not the dick. I don't think she is. Oh, my God. Not saying, just saying. Oh, my God. I, on that note, we need to go. We need to go. Our time is up. Yep. We have to go. Because I need, oh, I'm almost out of liquor anyway. We gotta go. Yep. So, yep. Thank you for tuning in to part two of our series, The Enemy Within. Tune in next Wednesday for part three, where we will be covering bipolar disorder again. Oh, dear God. Amanda. Squidward.
Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, um, we will be talking about bipolar disorder. This is something very personal to Josh Phoenix, though we will be going longer than our normal hour. We will actually be going over an hour, depending on how, uh, you know, how it goes. How it goes, but we will be definitely going longer than our customary hour because this is very personal to Josh Phoenix, and we want to make sure that every single bit is covered because we also know a lot of people that suffer yeah. from bipolar disorder. And also tune in because we will be sampling yet another. Beer for epic beer snobbery. A foreign beer. Yo, yes. yeah. We're going to be having a foreign alcoholic beverage next week. Yes. We're not going to say what it is. No. And for the person that gave it to me, don't don't spill the tea. She's laughing. Don't spill the tea on that. Is it, don't spill the beer or the sake. Mm-hmm. So, That's yeah. the only hint you're getting. Mm-hmm. That's the only hint you're getting. But um, again, guys, I will be at Kill Switch Engage at Terminal 5 tomorrow. So if you are tuning in or if you're catching this cast or you're listening to it on Podbean or wherever the hell you listen to our cast uh, and you want to talk to me, it's very, very easy to spot me. I have hair the same color as the Cheshire Cat. Yeah. So I will be there at Terminal 5. Uh, come up to me. Say, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Oh, Eli says she may work that tomorrow. Yeah. There, yeah. there, there was still an opening on the schedule. Okay. Well, then if she you work it. You know how to find me, babe. Very easy to spot. Yep. And if you can't recognize the hair, you'll recognize the boobs. So yes, yes, you will. Come say, hey, what's up to me? Join us. Join me. I will be doing another for probably some more epic beer snobbery, depending on what they have there. Um, but yeah, so obviously tune in to us on all of our social media. And next week is very special. Yep. Next so, week will be bipolar disorder. So thank you for tuning in to The Enemy Within Part 2. For Jade Phoenix, this is Josh Phoenix. You have been watching or listening to The Phoenix Gate Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week. Yes, we will. So bye, bye, bye. I love you, but bye. We love you, bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Let's turn this off. I don't know how to do it. Okay, oh my God, bye. Oh my God, like, we need to stop. Yay. Yay, no. I've got mail, yay. Yay.